Look, a website on its own will not bring customers in droves. In fact, a poorly built website is, frankly, just a waste of money. Unless you build websites that have the components they need to actually convert browsers into buyers, a website isn't going to do a whole lot for your clients. Now look, in my 16, okay, 20, but let's not get into that, years of building websites, the key pieces that make a website go from present to great haven't really changed a whole lot. Yes, technology and some best practices have and will continue to change. But the focus of each of the components I'm about to outline in today's episode is making the journey for the customer as easy as possible from the first search impression through their entire experience throughout your website. And after all, these simple strategies don't care what you build your website in. So the components apply whether you're building in WordPress, Wix, Squarespace, Webflow, and everything else in between. So what components do you need to create a website that actually converts and can work as a marketing machine? Let's dive into my top 10. You're listening to the Digital Masters Growing Your Web Dev Business Podcast. I'm Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. I'm a web developer, copywriter, and digital marketing strategist and educator who's been working in the industry since before Facebook business pages even existed. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that you can use to improve your own web design business and make more money with every website you build. First up is something that's not the sexiest part of this. In fact, it's kind of boring for a lot of people, but it's incredibly imperative. Your metadata, meta titles and descriptions. Before your browsers even land on a website, they'll see the meta title and description on search engines. Write those to give an action and a reason to click through and visit your client's website. That is literally the first impression that people will see when they're searching and deciding whether or not they're going to visit a website. So it's more important than anybody really gives it credit. So what should you include in your meta title? For each page, you'll want to focus your title on the key search factors browsers are looking for. Use some key phrases and keywords to grab their attention. That title should reflect what the page is about, but it also should include a top target keyword or key phrase for that page. Now with your descriptions, you can get in more key phrases here, and that's really just important about you know, tying it back in and making sure that Google knows that you have the answers and that that customer knows that you have the answers. But most importantly, you want to introduce a solution in the description. For instance, this app website has the answers they're looking for. That's what you want them to focus on. You also want to include a simple call to action, something like discover more, read how, see how we can help, that type of thing. You want to entice someone to click on that description and click on that search result. It can do so much for your click-through rate just by giving them a really simple reason and push to click. Now, the second one, this is all about user experience, but it's also about just not making somebody think. You wanna have clear navigation. Look, they should understand Anybody that lands on your website should understand exactly what they're clicking on when they see the links in the navigation, and it all should be really easy to find. Your navigation is not the spot to get super creative. I have had to talk 
many clients off a ledge here where they want to show their uniqueness and their their individuality and their navigation and how they name their pages. But honestly, your navigation is the last place to do that. Searchers have only just landed on your website. They're literally going to make a split second decision and whether they're going to dig deeper into that website and give your client more of their time or they're going to hit that back button and go back to Google and see if somebody else has a better answer. Don't bury your navigation links in creativity because honestly, no one gives a shit about your creativity. And look, web design agencies, we are the worst for this. We like to name our blogs things that are ridiculous, but you know what? Just name it blog. It might seem boring, but you're going to have better results when you stick with boring and industry standard. Now, number three, this is also about getting that first impression right out of the gate. The first headline of your website's homepage should be a problem-solving headline. Here's what I mean. You want to grab your target audience's attention with how that website solves their problem. Not what your client does, not the features of their services, not a list of their services, nothing like that. You want to show how they and their business are a benefit to their customers. Look, many of us, myself included, get really caught up in the features of what we do. We do all of the things, but honestly, what does the target audience care about? They care about how someone helps them. They have a problem and they want to know how it can be solved. They don't even really care how, they just want it fixed. Now, a good headline can mean the difference between someone jumping off the website immediately and scrolling down the page. This doesn't just apply to the main homepage headline either. It applies to all the H1s throughout the website and most of the subsections on each page. You want to focus on what the customer cares about. And chances are, when you focus on what the customer cares about, you're going to be getting in some of your target and valuable keywords and key phrases as well. Now, number four, and this is a little harder to describe in a podcast, but bear with me. You want to guide your browsers into your business's main services right from the homepage, and you do this through something called funnels. So basically, you want to make those main services easy to find because it clearly tells the customer even further how you help. So creating funnels or blocks that highlight the main two to four services in the second or third block of the homepage is a way to do that and to get them there quickly without them having to hunt and dig around to find what they want. Think of it as as two to four columns on the homepage in a row that it gives links through to those respective pages and focuses on how your client helps their target audience and solves their problems with those services. And all of those should link and go immediately to those respective pages. And it makes it really easy for someone to dive in and get to know that business. Now, number five, you want to make your text skimmable. Why? Because let's be honest, your copy is much like a college textbook. No one is going to read every single word. 
Although, side note, I actually had a roommate in college who was horrified to hear that we all skimmed our books, and three of us that skimmed were English majors. So I guess the random super nerd does read every word, but I digress. No one is going to read every word of your website. Even if you're an excellent copywriter, their eyes will immediately look for the main points they want to pick up, so you want to highlight those. Break up your text with simple tricks like shorter sections, shorter paragraphs, bullet points, stylized lists, and even bolded sections, like bold sections of paragraph text to make the copy skimmable. And you'll manage to get your message across without needing to read every single word on the page. Now, another thing that you can do, this is all about training the eye and getting people to read what you want them to read. You want to point your images in towards the copy. Here's what I mean. Go look at a website and look at the body language, the eyeline of the images. If they point away from the copy, are your eyes going off screen or are they going down the page? More than likely, your eyes are going to be going off screen. To combat that, what you want to do is face anything that has an eyeline, body language, even kind of the direction of inanimate objects, face them in towards the blocks of text. Don't direct somebody's eyes off screen, but instead point them to what you actually want them to read. You'll be amazed at how much better your user experience is when you pay attention to what direction your, excuse me, your images are pointed. Now, number seven, and this is something that I see a lot of people miss on websites and they don't even have them, but you want to make sure that your calls to action are clear. Let me explain. What does your client want browsers to do when they've read the copy and they've decided they like more information and that they, or they want to work with them right there. You want to tell them exactly what you want them to do. Do not make your browser decide what the next step is. You have to tell them what the next step is. So if after reading your awesome skimmable copy, you want browsers to make a purchase, tell them to make a purchase. If you want them to call the client to discuss further, as is the case with more complex high ticket items, tell them and give them the phone number. Now look, the best thing to do is to ensure that those calls to action are clear, concise, and noticeable. You very clearly tell them exactly what the next step is. Do not make them guess. Whether you're asking them to make a simple purchase or enter into a complex sales funnel, it is up to you to tell them what the next step is and make it as easy as possible for them to work with you. Now, number eight. So if you have those people who are just not quite ready to work with you yet, You always want to have some kind of lead capture on a website to get emails. So basically what a lead capture is, and you guys have probably filled them out before, you just may not have heard the term. You're offering a freebie of some kind, a PDF, a video, in exchange for someone's email. You can use a simple checklist, a simple walkthrough video, even a mini course are a great way to provide free value and get interested leads into your client's sales funnels. 
Now look, I wasn't building complex funnels 16 years ago. That is pretty new in comparison of the internet. But as email marketing has risen, a simple lead capture on a website is one of the easiest ways to capture people that aren't quite ready yet, but they're intrigued, they're interested, they want to know more. The lead capture offering should have some kind of value, especially to your target audience. After all, they're giving over their email in exchange for information and the understanding that you and your client are probably going to be emailing them later on and more than likely on a weekly basis. So for instance, in my case, with my Captain Coder business, I offer a free on-page SEO checklist and walkthrough video. It's a simple offering. It only took me a couple hours to put everything together, but it attracts people who are maybe looking at their own websites and wondering just how well those websites are working for them. The offer doesn't have to be massively intricate. Just focus on giving something valuable. Now, number nine. You want to make sure, we've talked about clear calls to action and clear lead captures and ways for people to talk to your client, but you also want to make sure that any contact information is really easy to find. Do not make your browsers wonder how they can get in touch. You want to make the phone numbers, the email, the physical location addresses, whatever it is that it takes to work with your client, you want to make those easy to find. Look, not everybody wants to go through an automated process. In fact, the majority of people would still rather pick up a phone and talk to a real human being. So you want to give them a chance to connect with your client as a human and get the personalized customer service they're wanting. I actually include all the contact information in the footer of pretty much every website I built where frankly, browsers are used to finding that information in the footer. So that's why I put it there. Every phone number I put on any website I build is also a click to call link. It removes a further barrier for anybody who's already browsing the site on their phone. So they literally just click it and they're ready to call. Now here's another trick that I do with all of my local business clients where location matters Make sure that you include the physical address for their location in the footer as well. And I even link those um, addresses directly to the Google Maps listing. So the searcher can click that, opens their Google Map app, and they can go directly to getting them directions and driving to that location. This is all about removing barriers and making getting in touch with your client and working with your client simple and easy. Now, number 10. Obviously, you want to give people more ways to connect with your client because it's key to selling them after they've left the website. So make sure that you provide links to their social media accounts. It's a newer one. I certainly, again, wasn't doing this 16 years ago, but it's one that I see a lot of web, other web developers and web designers forget. Whatever the browser's goal in connecting with your client's social media is, remove that barrier. Don't make them go to Facebook and hunt for that business's page. Don't make them go to Instagram and hunt for that business's page. Instead, provide a direct link so they can immediately like and follow and, you know, connect with them and, you know, maybe send them a direct message because some people prefer to DM through social media. 
So many people, too, remember this. We're doing so much research into who we want to work with these days. Social media is really imperative to discovering that human behind a brand. So you want to make it super simple for your clients to be found on their social media accounts. Now, all of these things that we just talked about, they all boil down to one thing. Make the websites you build easy to use. Don't make people hunt for the information they need to make the decision that they need to make in order to choose who they're going to work with. Small changes can make a huge difference in how a website performs. And bonus, guys. Now, look, I promise I am not going to sell on this podcast very often, but I am so excited to announce if you want to dive into more about making websites that are true marketing machines for your clients, I'll be opening the doors to my exclusive Building a Marketing Machine website mini course in September. Now, in this course, we're going to cover the onboarding questions to ask at the start of every project, creating the sitemap and navigation writing copy that sells and improves SEO, components every homepage needs, digging into on-page SEO and digital accessibility, how to test and review with analytics, and two bonuses, my launch checklist for my smoothest launches ever, and my development process for faster website builds. So you can sign up now to be notified when enrollment opens, and you'll get $100 off the sign-up fee when you do. You just need to go to becomeadigitalmaster.com and either find this week's blog or at the bottom of the homepage, sign up to be notified. Thank you all for listening to our episode this week. If you want to catch more Digital Masters, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app or visit us at digitalmasterspodcast.com. If you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing, follow us on Instagram at digitalmasterspodcast or visit us online at becomeadigitalmaster.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.